0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart Audio Podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com.
1: Well, here we are again. Welcome. This is the Ransomed Heart Podcast, and I'm Craig McConnell. And we're in the middle of a series uh, taking some excerpts from a product or a resource of ours called Hoping in the Coming Kingdom. That's a great podcast series where we're taking bits and pieces with the desire and the prayer that these would really encourage your heart. In this particular podcast, we're taking an excerpt where John is just sharing about, oh, this longing we have for that which is full. Incomplete, and, and richer and deeper than anything we know in this life. So let's continue to enjoy John in this segment from "Hoping in the Coming Kingdom." Okay,
0: what is the gospel that Jesus preached? Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. Okay. Now, yes, yes, of course, in that gospel of the kingdom is the gospel of salvation. But friends, salvation is the door. It's not the kingdom, okay? Salvation is merely the entrance point, right? It's the homecoming. But the gospel is not primarily the gospel of salvation. It begins with salvation, but it is the un ending kingdom and all the riches and the treasures and the wonders of that. Okay. So Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. That's what we were trying to get to yesterday. And your heart is made for that kingdom. Okay. You have a heart for the kingdom, whether you're aware of it or not. And by that I don't mean you have a heart for evangelism. That's so what we normally oh he has such a heart for the kingdom, he you know, wants to spread the gospel of salvation, which is a good thing. I believe in that. All right, trying to get better at it myself. However, to say you have a heart for the kingdom is so much more. It's so much more. Those favorite places that you jotted down last night, the beauty that you long for, the great moments, the redemption that you long to see, you have a heart for the kingdom. Okay. And these two things will rescue you, by the way. They really will. That is going to disentangle you from so much as you begin to allow that to be true. Okay. Um, One of my little pet peeves is we have been, like, we think we know things because we hear them. We hear a fact, and our intellect says, oh, thank you, I understand that now, and we think we've got it. It's a model of understanding that we got from the news, really. It's kind of a Western sort of a thing of we watch, you get the information, 20 minutes, thank you very much, you know, and you're on. As your heart begins to embrace and welcome and let in the truth of Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom, I mean, you're going to be hard to contend with. I mean, the sheer joy of it. And when you begin to just allow for, I have a heart for the kingdom, you're like, oh my gosh. That just explains frustrations. And longings, and addictions, and anger, and disappointments. It's just this is really going to help. Okay. So um, I read Hebrews six nineteen last night. Let me read it again. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where Jesus, who went before us, has entered on our behalf, okay? Yes, that would be marvelous. I long for that to be true for me. It is true, but now perhaps through some exploring today, it will become more true for us. So that's what I want to do this morning in our first session. I want to dream a little bit about the kingdom. Okay? Towards the end of his life, Jesus is doing his best to convey to his followers what it is he's trying to get across to them, which is the gospel of the kingdom. And he's talking about the end of the age and what happens next, And the way that he chooses to describe it and phrase it is absolutely stunning. All right? This is from Matthew 19. Listen to this. Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth. I mean... Like, they thought he was lying to them, you know? I mean, like, Jesus has to assure us of any person. Jesus has to assure us, no, I'm really not, I'm not kidding. But see, probably because he saw the incredulity on their faces, right? I'm telling you the truth, right? Verily, verily, right? Okay, I just love that. Um, You get a lot about what was going on with the audience with the way Jesus handles them. You kind of see the other side of the picture there. I tell you the truth, at the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. I mean, he just sort of tosses it in there. <laughs> and he says, oh, by the way, you get that forever. Right? That's what eternal life is. It is a life that doesn't end. Okay, which means you get that forever. Okay, but did you catch that first phrase? I tell you the truth, at the renewal of all things. That's what happens when the kingdom comes. The coming of the kingdom is the renewal of all things. That's how Jesus sees it. That's how he describes it. That's what he's trying to illustrate through the miracles, right? So the blind see. Right? And the deaf hear, and the cancerous are cancer free. Those are all illustrations for the sermon. Right? They're not kind of random proofs that Jesus is really powerful, right? He's trying to get a point across. So he'll teach a little bit and then he'll go for example. And then he'll teach a little bit and he'll go for example. Okay? You got that? There's a connection between the miracles and the teaching. The teaching is the gospel of The kingdom, okay, right? And the kingdom is the renewal of all things, right? So here is this paraplegic, and they can now walk. Do you understand what I'm trying to get across to you? Sermon, illustration, right? Teaching, example, right? It's just breathtaking, right? It's breathtaking at the renewal of all things, I was just reading this the other day. I don't know what I was looking for, but I was cruising through John. And in John 12, again, this is very close to the end of his life. Um, six days before the Passover, Jesus arrived at Bethany where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Pause wild would that be (laughs) right I mean we all kind of know the story John 11 Lazarus you know come forth and raised from the tomb but then Lazarus was there he was back right so they're doing dinner again you know and here's Lazarus you know chowing down looking around I mean like just the mind-boggling nature of it talk about an illustration for the sermon at the renewal of all things, right? And by the way, here's my buddy Lazarus. He's fine. (laughs) He's back. He's very much himself, okay? Do you see this? Oh my goodness. This is gonna just rescue us. So those of you who've been following some of my prayer requests or my blogs know that um, we have gone through a tough, year sending our last away to college Whew, I mean, nothing could have prepared us for that so all three of our sons went to the same high school, it's a public high school here in Colorado Springs and so we've done three graduations and we were there for the last one and I was very very aware this is the last one and just all that that means, you know the school years are over and just homework and meetings and family nights and all of that, like I'm just, I'm sitting in there. Sitting in the audience, watching the ceremony, you know, at, at the graduation, and and I'm watching Luke begin to, you know, walk forward for his time to, and I'm just I'm just destroyed. <laughs> I really I'm just and I'm and I'm asking Jesus, how is this not just loss? Tell me, how is this not just loss? And um, and Jesus just very kindly spoke. And he said, oh, John, nothing is lost. And you know how Jesus can kind of communicate to you sort of in one moment, like an entire concept. He can kind of like get across, whether you call it a vision or a picture or an understanding or an intuition or I got it. You know, Like in a moment, I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Like what I knew he had just communicated to me was, do you realize that when the kingdom comes, Nothing that was precious to you in this life is lost. No memory, no event, none of your story or theirs, nothing is lost.
1: Ah, uh, I hope your heart is being stirred in some deep way and that your own longings and desires are surfacing for that which the kingdom will bring to us and out of that place of just deep longing and yearning we see how our heart was designed for the kingdom and and how that gives us so much hope knowing that it's coming. I do hope this series is encouraging you and hope that you'll join us next week for this podcast and remember that this series Hoping in the Coming Kingdom is available exclusively through Ransomed Heart if you want to Come on our website, RansomHeart.com. Check out the store. We've got a lot of resources, including this. Of course, we create them with the desire that God would use them in your heart and life.